Welcome to Papa's House Church, Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube and Facebook. So Holy Spirit, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you will release your word to us right now. You will speak to us. We are here to hear your voice. And Lord, I pray that you will take control of my mouth. You will take control of my mind. You will speak through me and the people who hear will hear not Charles, but they will hear the voice of yours in a tangible way. And all God's people say in Jesus name, Amen. Amen. As you know, today is the Pentecost Sunday. I am so thrilled for Pentecost Sunday. Why? Because this is a Sunday that really, really captures the whole essence of Christian living. And I know right now when we talk about Pentecost in Papa's house, we don't have a denomination. We are multi-denominational and it's in fact, it's non-denominational. So we don't exalt some denominations. In fact, denominations, we don't even believe it's man-made, uh, but we believe in the fullness of what God has to offer to the body. So Pentecost basically means 50 and it is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit what Jesus promised after he died, resurrected, he stayed in the world for 40 days. And then he said, don't go anywhere, guys, stay put until I send my spirit. And by the way, Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. So you should not make a distinction between Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's the same. Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. And I want to read you a couple of scriptures before we get into the word, turn with me to Acts chapter 2. I'm just going to read a couple of verses and then see how the Lord leads. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord. If you have a paper Bible like mine, circle it with one accord. That's the key for the Holy Spirit to come. It's not division. It's not competition. In the Trinity of God, there is no competition, only complementation. That's why we say in the body of Christ, I need you, you need me. You know, there is no independent there is interdependence. So all were gathered in one accord, in one place, and suddenly, and the suddenly does not happen until they came in one accord in one place. Amen. So we suddenly want the instant gratification. This generation wants to have instant noodles, instant coffee, instant girlfriend, instant marriage, instant, instant. It doesn't work like that. Before the suddenly, there was one accord. Before the suddenly, there was one place. Before the suddenly, they waited. Before the suddenly, they gathered together. Before the suddenly, they put away their selfish ambitions and yielded to the Spirit of God. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven and as of a rushing mighty wind, it filled the whole house they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now look at this verse. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, verse 4, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, this is a very important verse. 
the holy spirit <laughs> this, this, you're taking notes write it down the first thing the holy spirit touches is your tongue you know why because in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god and the word created all things and guess what the old adam first thing he said you know he said you know the woman you gave told me to eat the fruit <laughs> you remember that story the first thing and that's what happens when when we walk away from the word of god we have to take the other words as our part of opinion so that's why the holy spirit came the spirit of jesus came to touch the tongue the transformation happens in the tongue it's not just speaking tongues and doing your own little thing afterwards it's the transformation happens in your mouth you know i told you my personal testimony i used to i'm a humorous person i like to be funny but then though there was a point in my life the holy spirit told me charles you have a very dirty mouth i can't use your mouth you you speak sex jokes now we call it a jokes and and then you kind of have all those dirty things i can't pour my spirit in your mouth i was a born again christian in fact i received even tongues but then i had this dubious lifestyle is it possible yes because your spirit is saved your soul is in the process of transformation and your body needs to be crucified fully to see the life of christ formed in you so and then the lord said until you surrender your tongue i can't use you this was way before god took me to the nations and i tell you my brothers and sisters i still know but i don't tell those jokes but the holy spirit took over i made a covenant that i'm not going to use this tongue to praise god and then talk so nasty you know and since then it's the beginning of god's amazing transformational work in my life that doesn't mean i am perfect my wife is there ask her if you want to know so uh, there are still challenges that i have to like my wife even day before yesterday or something she said watch out watch out don't go there don't say it <laughs> you know thank god for holy spirit like that next to you and i'm like okay i need to hear forget my ego i need to hear you know so this is what happens when the holy spirit fills he begins to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave utterance now let's keep going and i wanted to pause here and there were dwelling in jerusalem jews devout men from every nation under heaven then he gives you the list and they said verse 7 i'm jumping to verse 7 and this sound occurred the multitude came together they were confused everyone heard them speak in their own language and they were all amazed and marveled saying to one another look are not all those who speak galileans how is that we can hear in our own language then it goes on to all the you know countries they come from then jump to verse 12 so they were all amazed and perplexed and say this to one another what could this be and you know the rest of the story somebody thought my goodness imagine the holy spirit came to the people who live in velur majority of the people who live in velur speak tamil and if you are part of cmc you speak probably hindi or malayalam and then 
Telugu. A lot of people from Chittur migrated. So these are the languages. Suddenly, Holy Spirit comes to the people in Vellore. Imagine they started singing in Gujarati, in Marathi, in in Bengali. Arnab can worship the Lord in Bengali, but other than that, imagine I am saying in Bengali. You know, and then these people looking at them and say, "Man, what's going on? These guys, I know them. This guy is a pakka. Pakka is a word that we use, you no? Know? Pakka Tamil, pakka Malu. Suddenly he is singing in French. He is saying Merci beaucoup, Seigneur, Daniyawad, Prabhuji, and then he is saying Danke Jesus in German. What's going on? And then one guy stood up. He said, Tamilians, man, Tasmak is open. And then Peter stood up and said, Tasmak is not open. It's in lockdown. It's the Holy Spirit who came upon us. Hallelujah. Now, now they have some more slides here. If you can see. I want to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit It's for everyone. If you are taking notes, write it down. The Holy Spirit in me—that's one John two twenty seven. I don't have the scripture reference on the screen, but write it down. One John two twenty seven says, "The Spirit in you will lead you in all truth." That's Holy Spirit in me is for my use. How many of you need that Holy Spirit in you? I need the Holy Spirit in me every single day, especially when I go to your buffet. I need the Holy Spirit in me for my personal use. You know why? Because I used to be a carb addict. Anybody can witness carb addict. You know what is a carb addict means? Anything that is fried and fluffy and oily. I used to say kumbaya. but then i need the holy spirit in me to, for my personal use that says stay away from the carbs stay away i mean this is just an example i'm saying it's many things but then look at this one the next one the holy spirit comes upon me what is that verse isaiah 61 is to bless others amen so this is the two decided of the same holy spirit one to guide me another to bless others and many christians and this is where i get so excited but also very sad that many christians are only one sided they saying i just want to be blessed feel me i want to feel it mm yeah his presence mm mm but then there are other side people are like yeah i want to go and be a blessing but then their character is really stinky both are essential holy spirit in me is for my personal use holy spirit comes upon me to bless others how let me put it in a different sentence holy spirit in me brought me to jesus yes or no who brought you to jesus my grandmother no no it's not your grandmother it's the grandmother god used but the holy spirit in you is convicted you brought you to jesus now look at this one it helps you to understand even more better holy spirit that comes upon you enables you to be like jesus amen how many of you want to be like jesus you know people sometimes have wrong at i want to be like pastor i want to be like benin i want to be like you know uh, i almost said ravi zacharias i still you know listen to him he's one of those guys that god used him in my life personally and now there are a lot of issues around him and sometimes we put people of god equal to god it's a big mistake don't do that people of god are not equal to god we are still a created being however god's anointing is upon them doesn't mean they are equal to god so that was my learning experience one day i was sobbing in tears when i heard the story and my wife is the witness i was sobbing i could not imagine and 
Holy Spirit said, you know what you did? You have placed a person next to me. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's good to learn, good to keep role models, good to appreciate, good to look at somebody as a role model to get inspired. But at the end of the day, God is God and he alone sits seated on the throne. Amen. So Holy Spirit in me brought me to Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes upon me, enables me to be like Jesus to the world. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit, I told you this in the beginning, is the Spirit of Jesus. He's, there's no difference. Okay. So what is Jesus? What is Holy Spirit? It's very simple. Here I wrote down two statements. Jesus is Holy Spirit in me, limited. Holy Spirit is Jesus unlimited. When Jesus lived on the planet Earth, he took the Son of God, became a Son of Man. So that means he was limited. He could not be omnipotent, omnipresent everywhere. He took the form of man. The Bible says in Philippians 2, God said, it says, this God removed his Godhead, took the form of a man. So Jesus is Holy Spirit limited. But Holy Spirit is Jesus unlimited. That's why when he breathes on us, he said, I breathe on you. Receive the Holy Spirit. He gives that to all of us. Amen. Now, I written down here seven different ways the Holy Spirit wants us to be filled with him so that we can walk in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is what? Baptism is immersed, being submerged. And that's what we will be talking about. It's not about, I received the Holy Spirit. I became a Christian. Now a good Christian. You know, there is one Bible that I read. It's called the Apologetic Bible. I don't know whether anybody has got, I think my brother Sunil has got one. And today's devotion, I was reading from the book of Hebrews. There is a talk about church attendance. And then it goes about, uh, I'm going to quote from there. In the book of Habits of the Heart, the team of sociologists headed by Robert Bellaya, whatever his surname is, discussed the testimony of a nurse named Sheila Larson. I believe in God, she says. I'm not a religious fanatic. I can't remember the last time I went to church. My faith has carried me a long way. It's called Sheila Just my own little voice. I just try to love yourself and then be gentle to yourself. You know, I guess take care of each other. I think he would want us to take care of each other. Unfortunately, this is what the author says. She has missed the whole point that believers taking care of each other requires faithful church attendance. That's why we gather here. Why we gather? We gather to equip, to encourage, and to be go out the rest of the week to share the gospel. Lots of Shilaism has come inside. You know what is a Shilaism says? It's like, you know, you are the church. You can just do whatever you want. No, 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 no. We need one another. So this seven points I'm going to share is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's something that you and me needs to embrace this. It's God doesn't give us an option. He doesn't say to us. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit helps us to be filled, not just in you, but we come upon you so that you can be a blessing to others. Amen. Number one, it is a desire to be experienced. I'm going to be using the amplified version so that it gives us extra heat, the masala that we needed to understand the scripture. Okay. It says like this, Acts chapter 19 verse 2. And he asked them, 
Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed on Jesus as the Christ? And they said, no, we have not even heard there is a Holy Spirit. What does that mean? That means that people know Jesus, but they have never experienced the Spirit of Jesus. And I want to encourage you to think about this. Jesus and the Holy Spirit never contradict one another. The will of God and the word of God never contradict. And this is why I want to encourage you to think about it. That when you say, I'm a Christian, I received Jesus, Holy Spirit in me, but I don't want this whole weird thing of Holy Spirit coming upon, speaking in tongues. I just feel uncomfortable. My family is not brought up like that. We are very nice, traditional Christians. I want to challenge you. It's not about you. It's about the Spirit of God manifest through you. He wants you to be the agents of hope. So in, allow yourself, move away from your known, you know, stereotype mindsets. Move away and say, God, fill me with the Spirit of Jesus so that I can experience your fullness. Experience your fullness. I wrote down here, truth is forever the same, but the modes, emphasis and the interpretation may differ. Now, this is what I want to tell you this. Okay, this is going to sometimes going to shake a little bit of your worldview. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, not everybody jumps. Not everybody dances. Not everybody shake hands like this. I am a very kinesthetic person. You know, I can't sit in one place. You know, people can medical field, they say some term for that, but I don't believe that. But I can't sit in one place. I'm a very, you know, so when you may see me even worship time, I was to walk. Otherwise, I get a little bit weird, you know. But some of you are filled with the Holy Spirit and they can be just quiet like that. And they are still the same. You shouldn't look at the external thing. You need to see what the heart transformation is happening. Okay. Religion looks at external manifestations. Kingdom looks at heart transformation. If you like it, say Amen, Hallelujah. Look, uh, okay, I wrote down here another point. It's a cheering thought that Christ can adopt any race or age or age of people provided that man or woman takes him as he is and trusts him without reservation. That's the beauty of Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't come on, you know, on the extroverts. He doesn't come just on the introverts. People just say, Holy Spirit comes upon the extroverts. No, no, that's not true. He comes upon every single person. Only one requirement. Are you available? Are you willing to trust Him without reservation? What is the reservation? Your social background, race background, religious upbringing, whatever it is, you put that aside and say, Jesus, you never made a mistake when you created me. I am yielding to your work of the Spirit. That's called baptism of the Holy Spirit. Number two. Now, let's go. It is a privilege to be enjoyed, though we are not worthy to receive. That's true. You know, Holy Spirit comes to holy bodies. Are we holy body? No. But Christ bled made us worthy. That's why it's a privilege to be enjoyed. What is the scripture for that? John 7, 38 and 39. He who believes in me, Again, I'm using Amplified so that we can get the full part of it. Who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs of living water. It is a privilege. And don't ever, don't ever 
say i deserve i deserve to be filled with the holy spirit no 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 it is a privilege and that's why when i i always tell people when they are being used by god you know stay under colossians 3 3 says be hidden in christ be hidden in christ because the moment they see you <laughs> you are in trouble be hidden in christ amen now number 3 we don't have time so let's keep going quickly uh, number 3 it is a power to be endured and also to witness there is a power to be endured and also to witness acts chapter 1 verse 8 and luke 24 49 and you shall receive the power what is the power ability efficiency and might when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witness in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the world now i want you to pay attention to this now it says here you will receive power and you will be my witness it didn't say first in in jerusalem then in judea then in samaria that's a misinterpretation many people say brother first you need to be a good witness in your village then go to the town nearby then to your district then to your state then other states then maybe go to sri lanka nepal bhutan no 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 it didn't say then it says and you are filled with the holy spirit now you are a blessing to your wife to your children then you get in the car you meet a security he salutes you like this the spirit of god is saying something to tell him you wind down the window you speak and you are a witness there you park the car walk there the receptionist at the counter says good morning sir good morning madam the holy spirit is speaking through you you are a witness there anywhere you go everywhere you go the spirit of god is empowering you to be a witness can i say an amen here only amen amen it's not just first year brother then let me see how i am going it's not perfect first of all it's not about you it's the spirit of god in you who manifests look at this verse 49 look 24 49 and behold i will send forth upon you what my father has promised but remain in the city jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high it's very important that's why abiding in jesus is very important you don't get this by attending a seminar you don't get this by asking somebody to put the hands on people and pray all those things have a place in respect to that there is a transference of anointing and all is there but anointing is not something to be bought it's to be caught in sitting in the presence of god that's why your quiet time with god is very important it's very important it's consistency not like one of the saddest statement in the western church it's coming up here it says like that you know i don't feel like it people say that even in in indian churches also i just don't feel like it i just don't feel like it people say come to pray i just don't feel like it oh fast and pray oh i just don't feel like it if you walk god never had a kuch kuch hota hai time to send forth his son god chose to trust god chose to love you god chose to forgive you and that's what i want to encourage you sometimes when you take quiet time and i want to say this to you out of my personal experience you may don't feel anything you don't even hear any voice of god but you know what you have nurtured your spirit can i ask you this question how many of you know one week ago on sunday or saturday night what you had for dinner nobody knows nobody remembers 
nobody remembers but you all know that you had dinner how you know that you are still nurtured strong healthy hello if you put junk the body manifests hello yes sir no that's the same way just because you don't hear the voice of god today i prayed god didn't speak i don't feel it mm-hmm. i'm not going to read hello that's a total disservice you are doing to yourself so to be covered with the power of the holy spirit number 4 it's a command to be obeyed it's not an option acts chapter 1 verse 4 and 5 and being in their company eating with them he commanded them who is that jesus not to leave jerusalem but to wait if you have a paper bible circle that word wait and i have explained what is wait write down the promises of god act in faith imitate others you know heroes and sheroes of faith and trust in god's timing that's called wait wait upon for what the father had promised for which he said you heard me speak that john baptized with water but now many days from now you will be baptized and placed into and introduced into the holy spirit can you imagine that that you are not just getting an information but information turns into a personal revelation that brings a transformation hallelujah so it is a command my brothers it's not just for the pentecostals it's not just for the pastors it's not just for the frontline workers who are reaching out like evangelists and you know preachers it's for every single person who received jesus as an obligation to wait and to be clothed by the power of the lord number 5 it is a promise to be claimed it is a promise i don't know there are there are 7847 promises out there but there are some promises we love to claim you know i remember 2010 we got married we went on a honeymoon to caribbean and then one of our friends invited us to seattle and she bought a new a beetle car i don't know whether you know the beetle car it's cute it's so cute and and she said i'm going to take you around in the beetle car and my wife is a witness and when she we parked the car and we went to the small but i felt in my heart i know it's not the holy spirit now but i felt in my heart to put my hand over the car and say i receive it lord it's been 12 years i have not received a lot of beetles i have beaten it in my home <laughs> you know <laughs> but <laughs> i have taken beetle nut also but that's different but beetle car never came and and then holy spirit that time i you know when you are so convinced you think it's the holy spirit but holy spirit will have a humor you know it's like okay let him pray i'll give him he said beetle no he is going back to india i'll give him lot of beetles so and i never happened we had ambassador car mahendra bolero toyota polis but never beetle and this is what we do we cut and paste theology we take what promises we want you know you will be ahead not a tail if everybody is ahead who is a tail then there must be outgoing only incoming is there then hello <laughs> i can't more go more graphic than this so get this thing so sometimes we cut and paste the theology make a promise out of it and then say god give me this look at this verse acts 28 2 verse 39 for the promise of the holy spirit is to and fro for you and for your children and to for all that are far away even to as many as the lord our god invites and bids to come to himself it's a promise this is my prayer for my children 
more than they become millionaires very successful in the world you know and be financially independent my prayer for my kids isaac and asha that they will show jesus to the world they will be filled with the presence of jesus and that's my prayer because you know why you can have success but then success not doing the will of god is not success it's a matter of Amen. And look at verse eighteen of Ephesians five. It says, "Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery." And the tense here—I'm not an English graduate, but the tense here it says it's present continuous. But ever be filled and stimulated by the Holy Spirit. You know the word stimulation. The word stimulation is a Greek word for stimulation. I can't pronounce it properly. It basically means strongly disagree. <laughs> that means you are going in one direction the holy spirit is stimulating you he strongly disagreeing to take you to another direction hello holy spirit is not always going to pat your friend oh yes 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 good job good job keep going yeah 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 i'm with you no 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 holy spirit stimulates that means strongly disagree why you strongly disagree whenever the flesh is getting getting high the holy spirit strongly disagreeing so that i no longer live but christ lives in that's why being always drunk in the holy spirit and by the way i don't know about your past i don't want to know your past if you had a habit of drinking or you know somebody who drinks in your family tell me this yes or no put a thumbs up people who got drunk they are so bold yes they are so bold they speak things that they will never speak when they are sober Yes or no? They, you know, they say in Tamil, "One quarter will not pour." China, all they marry. I don't know how to translate that. You know, when you take a liquor bottle and put it inside, you are a different person. Think this. That's what Paul was saying to this church that was so drunk. Ephesians are like the Indians, you know. So he said, "Be drunk in the Holy Spirit." constantly be filled that means the holy spirit in me is for my use is the holy spirit comes upon me to bless others i'm seeing through the eyes of jesus i'm hearing through the eyes of jesus i'm sensing through the sense of jesus i am feeling everything my body is tuned in such a way that that i emulate christ to the world amen number 6 it is a gift to be received acts chapter 11 verse 17 and luke 11 13 holy spirit if then god gave to them the same gift equally as he gave to us when we believed adhered to trusted in and relied on our lord jesus christ who was and what power of authority had i to interfere hinder or forbid or to withstand god you know this is what the book says it says if god has given you the holy spirit nobody can judge that you know we always judge that's why in english they don't judge the book by the cover so we always say how come this person god is using god does god does not see the outward thing god looks at your heart and that's a gift to be received and i have seen that many christians go after the gifts of the holy spirit give me lord healing give me miracles gift well, let me tell you write it down in your notes or somewhere that you can remember for the rest of your life holy spirit doesn't just give gifts holy spirit is gift Holy Spirit is the gift. Amen. He doesn't just give gifts. He is the gift. So don't just look for something like I want prophecy, I want healing, I want miracles, I want signs and wonders. All those are beautiful. But more than that, embrace the giver of the gifts. 
Amen. Luke eleven thirteen says, "If you then evil as you know how to give good gifts, gifts to their advantage to your children, how much more your heavenly Father gives Holy Spirit to continue to ask them." This is the question. Like Jesus was saying, "If a son asks for a bread, will he give a stone?" and you will not do it but then god is giving you the best gift do you know this our god never gives us leftovers do you know that do you believe that my god say this after me in my put your hand on your heart my god never gives me leftovers he never gives me leftovers you know i was in the lowest part of my life i was actually engaged my engagement broke off i was it's all crazy i was in the lowest part of my life i thought my life has come to i thought i received the best but i and my life came to your lowest point of my life and the holy spirit said son you have not received my best my best and then 2008 i met the most beautiful girl in the world and the lord gave me the best gift don't try to twist god's arm don't try to say this is going to work it in our own way no 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 he never gives you second hand in other words this is what going to challenge you the other part is don't give god your leftovers don't give god your leftovers you know what is leftover around 11 o'clock you came back from your shift you watched your movie everything and then papa <sighs> hmm thank you jesus and then you read two verses one lady told me every time i read bible brother i feel so sleepy it helps me to sleep nicely <laughs> i'm like thukka pisase thalapo i wanted to say that over her you know let me ask you this question how many times you feel when you read the bible when you are tired you feel sleepy yes any any faithful hands yes thank you thank you thank you thank you that tells me one thing the enemy you know does not want you to meditate this because this is the highest opinion and he knows if you put this highest opinion in you his opinions is going to be gone out of the back door <laughs> so he will say don't put this do it when you feel it and make he will make sure that you will never feel it to go back and read amen hello so last but not the least it is a blessing to be sought and i wrote down here this is the condition and the promise a principle of the divine promise number 1 surrendering spirit number 2 readiness to obey now many of you are saying i want to be filled with the holy spirit baptism be immersed holy spirit in me i receive it that's good now i want the holy spirit that comes upon me yes that is a principle and a condition for the divine promise what is it want surrendering spirit what is a surrendering spirit <laughs> there is a scripture in the bible jesus says if you, if you have anything against your brother leave your offering in the altar and then go he knows if you take the offering and go back probably you will not come back with the same offering so he says leave it in the altar <laughs> leave it there go reconcile and then come and pay the what does it mean surrendering spirit many times we do this here i am in surrender at the altar but when we go back we take it back what we left it in the altar no surrender it you know what is surrendering means yielding yielding every time your flesh is rising up you are yielding to the work of the holy spirit and readiness to obey what is readiness to obey that you 
and God are majority. So you're not getting waiting for all the ducks to come on the road. You're not waiting for everybody's opinion to be agreed with the opinion of God. Not everyone will agree with you. Not everyone will say, yes, yes, brother, go for it. Yes, sister, go for it. No, some people will say, that's they will say your mind has gone nuts man you can't do this but you know those words are not important me and God are majority I'm ready to obey what happens the Holy Spirit flows amen you see it's not external things it's internal we, we kind of put it all on externals jumping up and down you know changing into white clothes or doing something removing jewels doing this and that we kind of put it all on externals the Holy Spirit is inside is after your heart amen watch the chosen it's gonna transform your heart I tell you any religious spirit will gonna go out if you watch that please do amen now this is the last principle and I want to pray with you we're gonna have communion together he will not give us light unless we mean to follow it. What do I mean that? He is not going to give you new revelation if you are not willing to fulfill the old revelation he has given you. Hello. People want God. It's a disservice. It's actually a disservice from God to you. It's like, this is the simple principle. If you are faithful in the little, you will be, faithful. You will be rewarded with much. If you know how to handle 50,000 rupees every month, and you have given to God, honor him with tithes, and you have taken care of the poor and needy offerings. You have paid your bills, remember? Responsibility, stewardship, and your faithfulness. If you do all those things, then you will say, wow, this guy is doing really well. Now, let me give you a double portion. That's why people who win lottery never stayed rich. Do you know that? Never stayed rich. They become pauper. Why? Because they were not taught how to handle the blessings and that's what I want to challenge you don't pray for more revelation say to God God help me to fulfill the revelation that you already have me and God and his time will release more for you Amen